So when I was young, like uh, elementary school young, I absolutely hated brushing my teeth. Uh, don't judge me, but I just, maybe it's, I don't know, a lot of kids do, but I did not like brushing my teeth. In fact, let, let me tell you what my habit, my routine was. So I would go into the bathroom and I would turn on the faucet, let it run. Then I would grab my toothbrush, get it wet, put a little bit of toothpaste, and then put my toothbrush down on the ta- on the cabin- uh, counter again. And I would wait a couple minutes, just hang out in the bathroom, and then I'd grab the toothbrush and uh, really quickly for like three seconds, brush my teeth, and then rinse it out and <laughs> pretend that I had brushed my teeth. And I would go out and I would go to bed. And I think my parents really caught on to it because after a while they started... Uh, they really started checking my toothbrush. They started making sure the toothpaste tube was emptier and emptier every time. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes they would even check my breath to see if I smelled like uh, toothpaste. I, I don't know why. I just hated brushing my teeth. Well, that was until uh, one day I, I woke up and I just had some pain in the back of my mouth. Just It was one of these these teeth and I just I just had a lot of pain and uh, I didn't know why I didn't I, 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 I don't yeah I have no clue why but but uh, the pain started getting worse and worse every day and so I started brushing my teeth a little bit more often and and a little bit harder and I thought maybe it'll go away with that and it didn't and and then I started uh, not eating with the right side of my mouth I just ate with the left and uh, every time um, I would eat every once in a while, something would come over to the right side of my mouth and, and it would hurt really bad. And I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't eat uh, anything too hot or too cold. I just in general, I, it was a lot of pain. And uh, the pain was getting worse, but I refused to talk to my parents because talking to them meant that uh, I was going to have to admit that I hadn't been brushing my teeth. And uh, eventually the pain just got too much. It, it was just way too bad. I couldn't stand it anymore. And I went to my parents and I said, hey, I, I have this really bad toothache. I think I really need to go see a dentist. So we went and I laid down on that chair. I leaned back and the dentist started checking me and, and, and took some x-rays. And, and he said to me, Fernie, um, we're going to have to pull that tooth out. We're, we're going to have to do a root canal. And he started walking me through what that meant and, and what that looked like. And, and to be honest with you, I got kind of worried, right? I, it just, I was young. I had no clue what, what, what that was. It just made me really nervous. And so I remember I had to go to the dentist three times. The first time he kind of did all the prep work and uh, he had to measure everything. The second time I went back and everything was ready and they put everything in. The third time I came back, it was just to make sure everything was still working and good. And I remember that third time, I, I remember I, uh, I showed up and the, the uh, dentist looked at me and said, Fernie, so uh, now that you've been through this, uh, I need you to be, uh, you know, be mindful, be aware of, of what happened, right? So you need to start brushing your teeth. You need to start uh, flossing. You need to start using some mouthwash. You, you really need to be uh, better about brushing your teeth because otherwise it's going to start happening in all your teeth, right? And it's not, it's not good. You, you want to have your natural teeth. And, and I remember that just really stuck with me. Well, I've got to tell you, just because I know some of you are judging me, as an adult now, uh, I have my toothbrush, uh, an electric toothbrush, and I have uh, one of those water picks. Uh, so I, every night I, I uh, 
um, floss my teeth with the water pick and and I also have mouthwash and uh, it, it's it's a uh, it's part of my routine now so don't worry don't judge me I, I brush my teeth as an adult now but uh, I've got to tell you I've really been thinking about my experience with the dentist and and what his words meant to me afterwards and and kind of how it changed so much and and I think what happened was that the dentist raised an awareness in me the dentist raised an awareness in me of what could happen if I didn't change my habits. He changed an awareness in me of, hey, what I'm doing is actually hurting me. Maybe I should do something different. He raised an awareness in me. You see, I think that um, we need to, in our own personal lives, raise awareness about things and habits that hurt us, things and habits that aren't good about, uh, for us. I think awareness is very important. Last week, we started a sermon series called Forgiven, and, and you can see the, the graphic behind me. And the, the whole purpose of this sermon series is to uh, spend six weeks talking about forgiveness and what forgiveness looks like and, and what it entails and, and what it means to truly be forgiven. And so I want to continue that conversation, but I've got to tell you, we can't talk about forgiveness without talking about sin. We can't talk about forgiveness without talking about what we need forgiveness from. We can't talk about forgiveness without an awareness of sin. So let's talk about sin for a second. I've heard a lot of definitions about sin, and I think they're all pretty good definitions, but I think the one that's closest to my heart is this idea that sin is the absence of God. That sin is anything that pulls us away from God. That sin is anything that uh, uh, pulls me away from who God created me to be. Sin is the absence of God. See, I think it's important to talk about sin. Because in our conversations about sin we can raise our awareness of our need for forgiveness, but also the awareness of things and habits we need to change. I think as Christians, it's important to talk about the fact that we are forgiven, but it's also important to talk about what we need forgiveness from. We need to raise our awareness of sin. But the question I have the question I carry, at least, when I say that, is how do we know what is sin in our lives? How do we know what those bad habits are in our lives? How do we know the things that we need to uh, pull ourselves away from? How do we know what sin is? So in Romans chapter 7, uh, Paul says this. Let me, let me read this to you. It says, this is halfway through verse 7, it says, if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. If it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. I've been stuck on this verse all week because I think it says so much and yet says uh, very little at the same time. Very, very few words that say 
a lot, and I've been really stuck on it. But I think Paul says something very important in this text. He says, it is because of the law that I know what sin is. It is because of the law that he knows what sin is. Now, let me unpack that for a second because there's a really churchy word in that sentence. So uh, we've talked about sin, but I want to talk about the law. So um, for Paul specifically, but for historians in general, when we talk about the law, we're talking about the Torah. And the Torah are the first five books in the Bible. So uh, the first five books are are kind of the the story of uh, Adam and Eve. It's the story of, of their descendants. It's the story of Noah. It's the story eventually of Moses going to Egypt and freeing the Israelites out of Egypt, taking them to the edge of the promised land. Those first five books are very important. And, and, and those books are, are called the Torah, and in it contains the law. And, and the law, there's, there's about there's 613 laws in the Torah. These are, are laws, uh, rules that are supposed to be followed. And um, the, 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 the Torah is just really important because I think it raises awareness for a lot of people about what sin is and what it looks like. And this is just a, a, a very important um, uh, part of Scripture for, for the Israelites. So we have to remember Paul uh, um, knew these laws and Paul was aware of these laws. And so when Paul says, it was the law that helped me know sin, right? If it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. What Paul is referencing is all these laws that are found in the Old Testament. If it had not been for these things that told me what sin was, what was wrong, what I needed to change, the, the, the things I needed to uh, improve in my life, if it hadn't been for those things, I would never have known, I would never have known what sin was. I want to stop there for a second. Because usually when we talk about the law, when we talk about the rules that are found in the Bible, they tend to be used as a tool for condemnation, a tool to raise guilt in other people's lives. I mean, everybody, every one of you have seen this somewhere or another. For for those of you who live in Louisiana, you've been to New Orleans and you've seen the big signs, right? Uh, You are a sinner and you're going to hell, right? The law has been used to condemn people to make people feel guilty, to make people feel bad about themselves. The law has been used in some very bad ways. But see, I don't think that that's how the law was meant to be used. See, I don't believe, I don't buy this idea that God wants people to feel guilty so that they'll have a relationship with God. See, when we talk about Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, what we talk about is, is God freeing us from sin and guilt. So why in the world would God put guilt in our lives in order to remove the guilt that's already there? I mean, it doesn't work that way, right? If you have a a glass of water, you're not going to get rid of the water by pouring more water into it. You just dump it out. And and the same is true with guilt. And and I would even say with sin, right? You don't get rid of guilt by adding more guilt. You get rid of guilt by letting go of it. You get rid of guilt by letting go of it. See, I believe that God gave uh, God's people the law 
these rules not to make them feel guilty, but to raise an awareness of the sins in their lives, to raise an awareness of the shortcomings, of their struggles. God gave the law not to, 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 to make people feel guilty, but to make people aware of their sin. See, Paul says, if it had not been for the law, I would not have known sin. If it had not been for the law, he would never have been aware of sin. And therefore, he would never have been aware of his need for God. You see, I think awareness of our sins causes us to realize that something needs to change in our lives. And in needing that, uh, in, in recognizing that something needs to change, as Christians, we turn to God. We get closer to God, and in getting closer to God, we begin to experience not just forgiveness, but transformation. Years ago, I was sitting in my counselor's office, and I remember I was sitting on the couch, and she was sitting across the room from me, and and we started talking about life and some of our struggles. And, and I remember at, at one point she said, you know, Fernie, it sounds like there are some things you are dealing with. And, and she says, I got to tell you, if you're not careful, there's a very fine line that those things can turn into some bad patterns or bad habits. It can hurt people. It can lead to addictions. It, 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 can, it can be bad. She said, or you can recognize those things and begin to move from them and, and work through them. And, and I'll never forget, I mean, that was the beginning of, of uh, counseling really happening in my life. I had, I had met with her many times before, but it was in that moment when I suddenly had an awareness. I had this awareness that there was something in my life that was not good for me or for others, and I needed to change that. I needed to process through that and talk through that and work through that. See, I think that's what the law was meant to do. To raise an awareness within me and within you that, that we can look at ourselves and say, this, I, I don't like this part of me. This part of me is not very Jesus-like. This part of me needs to change. And in that awareness, not only do we realize and, and learn that we are forgiven, but we realize our need for God. In that awareness, we not only experience forgiveness, we can experience transformation. And I think that's what forgiveness is about. Beloved, you are forgiven. You are forgiven. Are you going to allow that to change anything in you? Or will you just stay the same? Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I give you thanks. God, move in our lives. God, we want to know that we're, we, we, we not only want to be forgiven, but God, we want to move away from all those things that, that tear us away from you, that pull us away from you, that, that pull us away from who you've called us to be. God, I, I pray that... Uh, as we become more and more aware of our sin, that we may not be filled with guilt, but rather hope. 
Because in you, there can be transformation. God, I pray that we may become aware of those places in our lives that need transformation. And may we trust you. May we lean on you. May we turn to you. God, we pray this in your most precious and most glorious name. And all God's people said, Amen.